be honest, I think it's about attitude. Um, and that's really what I look for. Yeah, there's an added, you know, you, you hire on, on attitude, not aptitude. And, and I think when, you know, you're, you're of that age, yes, you, you've got a certain amount of experience, but not a huge amount. Mm-hmm. And therefore, the thing that sets you apart is potentially your attitude. Hello and welcome to That Interview Experience, a podcast aimed at 16 to 18 year olds and uh, their, their journey into the life of interviews, I guess. Um, what did I just call our podcast? Did I just call it That Interview Podcast or That Interview Experience or something else? Yeah, interview experience. I hope I did, because that's what it's called. Um, <laughs> Helen, how are you? You all right? Good really to see good. you today. <laughs> Very good. I'm good. That's brilliant. I'm all over it this morning, obviously. Uh, it's a different day. So we're joined by, uh, um, joined by? Yeah, joined by Chris Bantop. How are you, Chris? You all right? I'm very well, thank you, Ash. Thank you. Excellent. So for um, people watching, listening, do you want to just let them... Chris has gone, oh my God, are you recording this? And I haven't done my hair. I same issue this morning. Don't worry about it too much. Do you want to just um, <laughs> let people know what you do? Um, you know, the young people watching this. So just give us some context. Okay, sure. Um, well, my, my background is uh, I'm, I run a, a marketing agency for, uh, for over 12 years. Um, I've had, <laughs> as you can tell by the lack of hair, extensive career, um, but that spans sort of corporate world in the IT sector with um, companies like Hewlett Packard, Philips and Microsoft. Um, and then, uh, ooh, I, I dread to say over 20 years, no, not quite 20 years, 15 years, should we say, um, running my own businesses as consultant, but then running a sort of uh, a 15 man agency, marketing agency, um, which I sold in 2018. And now I run a community for the marketing and creative sector and work with them as a as a mentor and a coach uh, to help them to become better businesses and for the owners to become better leaders. Nice. So Chris and I are in very similar spaces. We've just got slightly different target markets, but we have very similar values, which is quite, quite well, nice. That's we probably do. why we get on so well. So we get on so well, which is good. It makes life easy. So first, I mean, first question I have, um, when you all, I mean, I'm presuming that when you built that, your, your old business that you recruited and that you took people on and you were involved in that in your corporate career as well. So what do you especially in terms of young people, if you're looking for somebody who is maybe coming in at that sort of the, the lower end of the organization, you know, the entry point. Okay, so mm. what, what are you looking for in, in a young person when they're probably, this is probably the first step of a career or their first proper job? Yeah. You know, what, what's, what, 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 what excites you when you see the right sort of individual? It's, it's a really interesting question because as you rightly say, I've been involved in taking young people on in, in, in my business. Um, I took on an apprentice uh, in, in, the, in the business, a digital apprentice. Uh, but I've also been involved in, you know, sort of schools and helping them with the, um, the enterprise um, initiatives as well. So it, sort of gives me, it gave me a sort of a perspective on, on those people. But in the role of 
manager, business owner hiring somebody, <laughs> to be honest, I think it's about attitude. Um, and that's really what I look for. Yeah, there's an added, you know, you, you hire on, on attitude, not aptitude. And, yeah. and I think when, you know, you're, you're of that age, yes, you, you've got a certain amount of experience, but not a huge amount. Mm-hmm. And therefore, the thing that sets you apart is potentially your attitude and your personality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, that, you know, that can-do attitude, um, you know, if you've got that and can demonstrate that, then then I think that's, uh, that's something that's really important. Um, as, as a young person, Chris, then how do you how are you able to see that in CVs, for example? Because that's where people start, isn't it? Even though I'm sure you know I don't particularly like CVs, but it's traditionally where we start. So, as a young person, what do I do to show you that I've got the attitude you, you want to see? Just before you answer, Chris, while you think about that, it's just watching your face there. And, you know, we, we were with somebody in a previous episode, uh, Bradley. And when you said that um, CV word, his face was almost identical to yours. And it's, I, just, I just feel that we, we put so much pressure on people to create this perfect CV. Well, you can do that. It can go on your CV and, and build this. And we don't look at them. Let's be honest. We don't look at them really, do we? So... Sorry, and, yeah. I, I, I think the whole CV question is really interesting because I think um, now I'm, I'm speaking from personal experience here. I have two children at 19, so we've just been through that whole school process of careers and getting them ready for university and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I think the schools actually are quite archaic in the way they approach modern day recruitment. And, um, you know, the CV has been around for how many years? You know, yeah, um, for, for forever. But that was in the days, you know, when you know, people used to write handwritten letters, um, you know, instead of an email with an attachment or, and, you know, in today's environment, you know, somebody can can very, very easily put together their own personal website, yes. which is their own CV. Yeah. And mm. I think what is more important than your own CV is your own personal brand. And if children were taught about their own personal brand and what they stand for and their values and how to communicate those, mm. that would have far more impact than how to write a CV, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, yeah, I agree. I am on a bit of a mission to try and remove CVs from the recruitment process. However, because it's culturally acceptable, it's a necessary evil, unfortunately. So 16 to 18 year olds and you know your children, they have to be good at writing CVs, unfortunately. But I like your idea of having different formats, essentially of how you show who you are. And if you have a website, you can have video on there. You can um, you can have animations on there if you're a creative. You know, there's lots of different ways to show who you are. Yeah. Um, so, so the purpose of a CV is to to get the recruiter to the next level. Yeah. Yep. So in, that, in, that's its job. Exactly. So in, in in our so I'm a recruiter. Sorry about that. Some of us are actually quite nice. Um, and. 
I see it as someone putting their hat in the ring. That is all they're doing. All they're doing is telling me, they're knocking on my door and saying, look at me. I immediately go back with questions, including video um, questions that they have to answer on video. And yeah. I much prefer that than, I then look at the CV if I'm intrigued. If yeah. they've given me enough from those answers, then I look at the CV. Yeah. And in many respects, the sort of the CV is the tick box. You know, what have you... What yeah, you it's done? almost the assumption, isn't it? It is, yeah. Have, have you got this? Yes. Have you got that? Yes. Have you done this? Yes. You know, how many A-levels, how many GCSEs? You know, what, what other things have you done outside of school yeah interest that's great all right well we'll, we'll move you on and, and that's the trouble because people are almost coming back to what i was saying before people are almost young people are almost being encouraged to do stuff just so they can put it on their cv mm. not because they have any genuine desire for it it's like you know you do your duke of edinburgh for example well, you can't stop at bronze because everybody's got bronze. So you need to do your gold because then you can put that on your CV and it'll make you look better. Don't forget to get paper rounds because then you can put that on your CV. You know, so rather than actually going out and experiencing re relevant interests yeah. for you, yeah. to actually engage you and then going, okay, what have I done? And here's my portfolio or here's my website of evidence or here's my podcast of evidence or whatever it is. Mm. It, it's almost like from day one, you know, you know, from, from the age of sort of seven or eight, well, is that an activity? Oh, you've played some tennis. Great. We can take that off on the CV. Does sport, you know, you read Lord of the Rings. You can, you know, it's yeah, but exactly. And I, and I just, I think, are, are we in danger of kind of putting the, you know, putting the, the what's the phrase, putting the, the horse before the car? or the cart before the horse, if you like, rather than actually, you know, what, what should drive somebody's experience? The well, desire to create in, a good TV? In the selling it? world, and this is what people are doing, they're actually selling themselves. They're putting down, you know, this the traditional trap that most businesses fall into. They, they're putting down the features as opposed to the benefits. Mm. So, okay, you've got your gold award, you know, Brilliant. Well done. What did you learn from it? Exactly. Yeah. Why did you do it? What did you get out of it? Yeah. yeah. Now, those two things are, are, are very, very different and they have very, very different meanings and very, very different impacts. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. The, the other thing that I come across all the time is this massive slight tangent here, but I do think it's, it's relevant because this huge fear of failure, it, there's, there's an element of trying to produce the perfect cv do you know what i mean the, the, and but there's the perfect cv and no such thing i, I was going to say who 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 says it's perfect who CV? says it's perfect yeah you know so, and, uh, but the more important thing does that cv the perfect cv stand out from all the other cvs but uh, but i would i would rather have somebody go do you know what i've got my bronze say a D of e, um, and I didn't do silver and gold because yeah. I discovered I didn't like it and it wasn't for me. Okay, yeah. there's some honesty. You've learned something about yourself and yeah. I'm all right with that. You've learned yeah. something and you're willing to tell people about it. Do you know, to, you're willing to be vulnerable about it and be honest, yeah. 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 And, and that won't suit everyone. So no. the perfect CV, if you look at corporates, and Chris, you've worked in corporates, you know what it's like. It is more of a tick box exercise when it comes to CVs. It's far more about keywords. 
in smaller organizations, the, between the three of us, we can be more picky about what we want to see on that marketing document called a CV. Yeah, and then it comes back to, for the young person, understanding the nature of the organization that they're going into yeah. and, and creating, you know, it's, it's, I mean, Chris, you're the expert at this, but it's, it's marketing, it's understanding your market, isn't it? Yes. Fundamentally, you, have, you, you are selling yourself to a market. So the first thing you have to do is immerse yourself in understanding what it is that that market wants. In and the, once you understand it, then you can pick the media and the message that you're going. And to I use. think one of the things with with CVs is what most people do is they've got the CV, they'll apply for ten jobs, they'll print off the same CV and send it into to all ten jobs. Now, why not do a bit of research about the company, try and understand what it is that you think that they're looking for, and then put that on top of your cv that i think i'm suitable for this job because and put some reasoning there and, and you, make it personal to your yeah. audience that you're yeah. trying to do because that that shows that you've you've made an effort you've looked into it you thought about it and that will make you stand out yeah use the language that the brand or the company you're applying for uses so if they use the word awesome a few times on their website don't be afraid of putting that on your cv even if it's not necessarily a word you'd use, it will resonate with whoever that brand is or that company is that you're applying for. Yeah, yeah. The, the, phrase, the phrase that jumps to mind for me there is um, cognitive resonance, and, you know, and value resonance as well. Yeah. It's about yeah. just positioning yourself as if you're all, already a part of that organization. Yeah, so right. use mm -hmm. their language if you like. And, and you know, don't assume, you know, coming back to the actual interview piece, don't mm -hmm. assume the same reasons that you've got to turn up in a suit you know you know it's i'll be interested in oh helen's face the word suit i've got bad nightmares of one particular person turning up to an interview in a red suit with a mickey mouse tie and he didn't get the job because he wore a red suit and mickey mouse tie and i said to him you know you can change who you are but do you want to they clearly weren't the right organization for you it's mm. not you know so don't necessarily tone down who you are if you've got blue hair and tattoos the right company will value that and like that do you see what yeah. i mean yeah. so if i'm a 16 18 19 year old recent grad you don't need to tame it down if they're the right people for you if they're your tribe if they really are going to give you that opportunity don't worry too much you know, if, you go to an interview, if you go to an interview trying to be somebody that you're not yes. just to fit into that organization yeah. uh, that won't you're be the problem to you yeah and even if you do get through because you put on a great show a year down the line you're going to be miserable well it's a uniform then isn't it you know <laughs> every day you're just going to be putting on a uniform or you know a shadow of who you really are um the deep down you're dying inside because you're not actually allowing, you know, allowing who you, you know, you're, you're, you're not giving yourself the opportunity to shine as an individual and to, and to actually develop the skills you can develop. And also there's a probably another company out there that's missing out on your skills because you've pretended to be someone you're not and put yourself in the wrong organization. I'm just conscious with the nature of the, the age of people that we're, hoping to get this message out to that there will be I think parental pressure 
to dampen down who they, you know, it's time to settle down and get a job now. Do you know what I mean? Take yourself more seriously. So stop dyeing your hair, take the nose ring out, hide the tattoos, do all of that kind of thing. Um, so I also appreciate there will be pushback on that. You know, I was one of those. <laughs> Not that I had tattoos and everything, but I, I wanted to be me. But I knew that I maybe needed to take an edge off that in order to get the job that I wanted. And I started at the BBC, so I can't have gone too far wrong. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm conscious. Yeah, there's that, it's finding that happy medium, isn't it, yeah. between being you and being presentable. Yes. And being, it, it, it's, it's back to that, the, the whole word authenticity. You know, be the real, real person, but, uh, you know, in, in, in a presentable way. Yeah, yeah, I think that I think that's really important, really important actually, because that authenticity thing will come around and bite you mm. if, if you're not real from 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 your whether it's a CV or that letter or that introductory video through to that you know that that interview. What what you know being yourself is the most important thing. So just a, a question a question around that then, because you've done a lot of interviewing, have you? What's um, <laughs> what what's your um, what do you like to actually see once you've got somebody in that interview seat? What do you, you know, what, what, you know, so they've got past the CV, they're in the chair, they've got, you know, you're on one side of the table, or maybe next to them, I don't know. What, do you, what are you hoping to see from that person? It, it, I'm hoping to get to the real person because mm -hmm. most people, and especially younger people, come to interviews and they are a bag of nerves and you can see that they're a bag of nerves mm -hmm. and you know some people like that because it puts them on on the back foot and I hate it yeah. and you know I always try and get the person to relax you know calm down you know even to the extent you know I know it's nervous and you're nervous I can see it but please just relax and only then does the real person sort of come out. So I look for, you know, once you get past that, I look for the real person. I look for that authenticity. Um, I look for the right attitude, as I said right at the mm -hmm. beginning. Um, and I think that everybody scared of that fear of failure. Well, I think if people can demonstrate some of their, their failures and their fears and what they've learned from it, you find out more about that person from, from that than you probably do from, well, yes, I've achieved this and I've done that and I've done the other. So it, it's a mixture of both, but also looking to see how they would fit into the, into the business. Um, but also, you know, what, you know, have they actually done a bit of research on the business have they yeah. tried to understand the culture have they tried to understand what we do yeah. and you know it, it's really hard for young people to really sort of work out the value that they can they can give um but but you know just having the the right attitude contribute get on with people um and i look for good good levels of communication mm -hmm actually being able to communicate and articulate and talk. Yeah, a, a good way to look at it. And actually this is regardless of age in terms of interviews. If you're going to a job interview, it's a meeting. It just happens to be called a job interview. Yeah. yeah. 
why don't, you know? we, why don't we just have a chat? I mean, it's not for me, it's no different to when Chris and I first met. You know, let's go have a coffee and see whether we get on and yeah. whether we can potentially collaborate or whatever that looks like. And we're still talking about it. We've had about 50 interviews, but, but you know, it is just... I still haven't got the job. <laughs> Neither have I. <laughs> we're, we're, both, we're both sacking each other. <laughs> oh, that's really, really interesting. So last question for me, Chris. Um, what's your favourite interview question? <laughs> Yes, that's uh, that's an interesting one. Um, <laughs> my favourite interview question, to be honest, um, is about a situation, putting somebody into a situation. And the situation is that you're driving down the road in a small car. It, the weather is awful. You're in the middle of a storm. Uh, thunder and lightning everywhere and um, you come across a bus stop and at the bus stop there are three people there is an old woman who's very frail and uh, near end of life there is your best mate that once saved your life and then there is the girl of your or boy of your dreams right you have one seat in the car. Who would you say? I'm not answering that. <laughs> I'm not answering that. I don't ever want to interview for a job with you, Chris. <laughs> I love the question. I love it. It, it. it goes straight to the values of that person, doesn't it? Yeah. And is there, is there actually a right answer? Because if they can explain why, surely that's what you're looking for. Exactly. Yeah. You know, there is a good answer. Yes. But who would you who would you put in your car? You've got one spot. Go. So I give the keys to the car to my mess mate. <gasps> and he, he can take the old woman to hospital and I can stay and protect the love of my life. Come on. I haven't even my brain didn't even go there. Brilliant. I love it. That's brilliant. I trusted you. That was a normal interview question, but there was a twist. <laughs> I love I it. I like that. That's really it. Yeah. Has anybody ever given that answer? No. They might do now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, you know, to be honest, it's more the thought process that people yes. go through. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure. This probably explains why we're not working together because I had a phone. <laughs> 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 oh, brilliant. Chris, I'm very aware that um, as we record this, you're about to do a gig on Clubhouse in a few minutes' time. So Indeed. Thank you. Host a room on Clubhouse. So um, we should move this to Clubhouse at some point, actually. That would be a good idea. Do that. Mm -hmm. um, thank you, mate. Thank you for coming in and sharing your experience and your knowledge and your ideas. I hope, it, hope it's uh, given some insight and some, some well, useful, useful things to get people thinking. And you've armed people with the, the answer to a fantastically complex question. That... And I'm going to swipe and deploy that question, if that's all right Love with you. Love that question. Yeah. <laughs> I like the answer more, I think. Yes. The... Yes. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Cool. All right, buddy. Thank you very much for Thanks, coming man. along. Thanks, Chris. Good to see Thanks, you. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye.